Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm, moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Editor Melanie Mayer interviews celebrities and expert writers on their tips for making life enjoyable and entertaining. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White and Melanie Mayer. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Life Tips uh, radio show this Wednesday, uh, October 11th. And today we are talking about Breast Cancer um, Awareness Month, which is obviously in October. And we have a great, some great guests on today, one of them being the uh, Chicken Soup for the Breast Cancer Survivor Soul author and the other uh, a Life Tips expert guru and also an author herself, Barbara Phillips. So we want to start today, I'm going to talk to both of these women about um, their stories and their books and their activities and their writing and then we're going to bring Byron in and, and have everybody talk a little bit together about what's happening and what's going on. So let's start first with Mary Olson Kelly. Mary, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm great, and it's wonderful to be here. Oh, it's wonderful to have you here. How's Hawaii? <laughs> well, I'm actually in California today. I live in Hawaii, but I'm in the middle of a promotional tour for my two books. One of them is Chicken Soup for the Breast Cancer Survivor Soul, and the other one is called The Number One Best Tools and Tips from the Trenches of Breast well, Cancer. Let's talk a little bit about the Breast Cancer for the Survivor Soul book, and then I definitely oh. want to talk about the uh, yes. tools and yes. tips from the trenches, because as you know, we do tips here, you so tips. we definitely want some more information awesome from you. With tips. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Well, tell me a little bit about the breast ca- Chicken Soup for the Breast Cancer Survivor okay. Soul. How well, did you get you know, involved? Chicken Soup is a, um, a pretty big brand now. There's over 100 Chicken Soup books out there, believe it or not. Chicken soup for the golfer's soul, chicken soup for the nurse's soul, chicken soup for the teenage soul. But they didn't have uh, a one for breast cancer survivors. So I contacted uh, Jack Canfield at Chicken Soup and said, I'd like to write some stories if you're putting one together. And if you're not putting a book like this together, I think you should. And he wrote back to me and he said, you're absolutely right. That's a great idea. Why don't you write <laughs> me a proposal? So I did. I gathered stories and I sent him a proposal and got the deal. And that was exactly five years ago. It's a long process to put together a chicken soup book because it's not that you're really writing it, you're gathering stories from people. So I have wonderful stories from survivors all Tell over the country. Tell me about how you found these people. Well, that's probably the hardest part is uh, <laughs> finding the people and then getting them to write a story. It's amazing how many people say they want to write, but then when you try to get them to actually do it, they, they really don't think that they have anything to say. And what I feel very strongly about, especially after working on this book, is that we all have stories to tell. And our Absolutely. stories are valid and our stories are valuable. And if we don't tell our stories, then our entire lives will be filled up with the stories of other people or fabricated stories, made-up stories that are just like sitcoms on TV. So I think it's vitally important for people to share their stories. And the stories in this book are moving. They're inspirational. I don't want people to think it's a depressing book because it's not. It's very uplifting, very inspiring. I think of it as a um, support group between two covers that all of these women and one man, because men do get breast cancer, people don't realize that, but they do, have given their stories, some very funny, some very touching, in order to help other people, you know, those that are more newly diagnosed that are just finding out that they have breast cancer and facing that horrible dark tunnel of a void that you face when someone tells you you have cancer. Absolutely. 
Now, here we are in October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You can see people wearing pink. You see pink ribbons everywhere. (laughs) You see all of this going on, and it's fantastic. Um, You know, it's only, Breast Cancer Awareness Month was only basically invented in uh, 1992 by Evelyn Lauder from the Estee Lauder Company because she was tired of people um, being too uncomfortable and to uh, talk to each other about breast cancer. You know, previous to this time, our mothers and our grandmothers, they just didn't talk about it. It was not something that you talked about. And, and so this change has been wonderful because now women are openly supporting each other. Businesses are supporting the research, and there's lots and lots of money being raised, and it's going into research, and they are finding some fantastic new treatments and new drugs that are making a big impact on, on the survivorship. Absolutely. Now yeah. that if you get yourself, um, if you find out you have breast cancer, but you catch it early enough, there's a 98% chance that you'll survive it and go on to live a nice, long, happy, beautiful life. How do you feel about all the holistic medicines? I think it's great. I think people should do everything. I, okay. I believe in doing whatever works, and I, I believe strongly in the mind-body connection. I think that whatever you believe in and you put your focus on and your heart and soul into, that will to live that we have is so strong that it will line up behind whatever you choose. I personally did everything. I did Western medicine. I did surgery, chemotherapy, radiation. I went through that whole 10-month gauntlet of very difficult uh, treatments. But I also was getting massages. I did visualization. I did lots and lots of other alternative and complementary things, too. What has changed over the years with Breast Cancer Awareness Month in terms of new initiatives, in terms of... um, It it seems like there's a new drug or new treatment just about every year because so much money is being poured into research that they they really are finding things. But also uh, more and more people are being touched by the disease. That's what's Mm -hmm. amazing is, um, you know, the statistics are pretty frightening now. It's one out of seven women will get breast cancer in their lifetime. And one, like, mom gets breast cancer... It touches the whole family. It touches the children. It touches the husband. You know, the thing is, when women get a disease like this, it it has a ripple effect that's huge. So it's to the point now where you can't hardly meet anybody whose life has not been touched, either their aunt or their grandmother or their friend or somebody has been touched by breast cancer, and so they're, they're deeply, passionately aware of it. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing journey, you know. It's one that none of us would have chosen to take, but... It is also very life-changing. It's very life-altering, and in that way it can be seen as sometimes almost a good thing. Talk to me about the book, Best Tools and Tips. Oh, yes. Well, this one works so well with your, the life tips, and I'm, I'm so honored to be a guru of the life tips. Breast we are thrilled to have you. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful because, um, uh, you know, I basically I'm sharing t- uh, ten of my very best tips on the website. But in my book, The Number One Best Tools and Tips from the Trenches, there's hundreds and hundreds of tips. Because when I was going through my breast cancer journey, I was writing for my own therapy. I was writing volumes of journaling and stories. And that's how the Chicken Soup book came about. It's because of all these stories I was in the mood to write. But what I really wanted when I was going through my treatment was I wanted to talk to other women and I wanted to know how the heck did you get through this? Tell mm-hmm. me the truth. Because, you know, doctors just don't have time and, der- and nurses to, to really give each patient as much 
as we need. And what we, where we get that is from other survivors. So, for example, to be um, hearing from a woman who's maybe three months ahead of you in the journey, and she's getting the same kind of chemotherapy as you are, and you can say, okay, tell me what it's going to be like. I'm terrified. What's it going to be like? And she's like, well, it's, uh, it's no picnic. You know, it's tough, but, but you can do it because I did it. Um, you may have a little tingling in your, in your fingers and your toes mm-hmm. for a few months, but it'll go away. And just hearing someone say that, it's like, oh, okay, all right, well, I might have some side effects, but they're going to go away eventually. Um, that's just invaluable to have that kind of woman-to-woman, down-to-earth, helpful information. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, um, Mary and Barbara Phillips, another breast cancer survivor storyteller, is going to be with us, and the two of you uh, will get to speak and and share your thoughts and tips to all of us, and we'll have Byron on the phone as well. We'll be right back. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Get hooked, wrapped, and dished. All week long on webmasterradio.fm. Your destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. AdTech New York. AdTech New York. The number one event for interactive marketing takes place November 6th through 8th. AdTech New York will feature groundbreaking sessions, hands-on technology showcase, advanced networking opportunities, and as always, hot, hot sizzling parties. Hear the speakers, meet the exhibitors, and be part of tomorrow's buzz in today's digital world. From the alley to the avenue, it's AdTech New York, November 6th through the 8th. For more information, go to ad-tech.com. Ad-tech.com. Now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper. Sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive WebmasterRadio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at Adobe or contact Adobe Customer Services and provide promo code Webmaster Radio in order to receive your discount. Studio 8, your way to create. Attend the Public Relations Event of the Year, the 2006 PRSA International Conference, benchmarking your public relations strategies with the best. Conference registration gets you insider access to dynamic speakers and unparalleled strategies and networking events. Register at PRSA.org to receive a $100 early bird discount off your registration. Qualified non-members will receive a bonus one-year PRSA membership. Visit PRSA.org for details. WebmasterRadio.fm, the official radio network of the 2006 PRSA International Conference. Make money now. now. There's no time to waste. Want to be ahead of the search into marketing masses? Here's your alternative. Here's your alternative. WebmasterRadio.fm now gives you an alternative to making the most money out of search. Webmaster Radio presents The Alternative. Every Thursday, October 12th at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. 
Join Jim Hedger and Kim Roach as they fill you in on the latest search engine news and help you discover the alternatives to search engines, advertising, revenue, and vertical. The Alternative. The Alternative. Beginning Thursday, October 12th at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Right after Gun Karma. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Want a hot pod? Load it with WebmasterRadio.fm and play with us all day long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hi, this is Melanie Mayer. I'm back with Mary Olson Kelly and Barbara Phillips. And our topic today is breast cancer. And the reason we're doing this today is because October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And Webmaster Radio, you know, their, their slogan here is education and entertainment. And we love to be part of that. But one of the greatest things about being the editor of Life Tips is also bringing people together on such important topics to not only entertain, but to educate as well on these massive, massive technologies and important issues that affect all of us at work and in health and in play and in life. And so I am thrilled to have both Mary Olson Kelly and Barbara Phillips with us today. Um, and we just talked with Mary Olson Kelly about the new book, Chicken Soup for the Breast Cancer Survivor Soul, that's coming out. And I'd like to bring Barbara Phillips into the mix. Barbara, are you there as well? I am here, Melanie. Thank you. Great. Barbara is also one of our gurus on the breast cancer site at lifetips.com, and Barbara, along with Mary, has put together some great tips, and so first I want to introduce the two of you to each other. I'm thrilled to have you both here um, so that you can communicate with one another. And Mary was saying to us before we took a break that one of the most important things about the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, which, Barbara, you're also an author of, yes, is getting the stories and talking to people. And, you know, just in terms of, you know, introducing you to each other and having this common bond that you share not only in health but in life tips, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> I'm, it's, it's an honor to have you both here talking about this and talking about your books. And I just want to open the floor up and, and see if there's anything in particular that either one of you have to, to talk about or to say or to make sure that we get out there for our readers in Breast Cancer Awareness Month? Well, well um, I don't know. Uh, maybe I should let Barbara say something because I've been talking for most of the time, but I'm just honored to be part of this whole movement to educate and uplift um, other breast cancer survivors because it, I think all of us, once we've been through something as scary as cancer, you really want to give back and you really want to help others. And that's why you see so many people running for the cure and walking for the cure and businesses giving for the cure because they're deeply touched by how breast cancer has affected their lives, either themselves or someone they love. And they want to give back. They just really want to give back. And that's that uh, energy that I see that is just such an honor to be part of. Barbara, you have a lot of um, blogs. You have a lot of personal journals online. How do you put all that together and get that information out and share it with people like Mary and also other survivors who are doing the same kind of thing? Right. I am a big advocate of personal journaling and was um, even before I got my breast cancer diagnosis. And I think that, um, like Mary touched on before, you just have to try a lot of different um, alternative methods and and whatever makes you feel better. But writing is definitely... Uh, is very healing, and I do enjoy the blog. I'm a big, big advocate of blogging. 
um, it's just a way to really get your feelings out there because when you're going through something like breast cancer, um, sometimes people just don't know what to say. They don't, yeah. Your own family, they don't really know how to approach you. Uh, a lot of them won't even say the word cancer around you. They just, um, they, sometimes they seem more afraid of it than, than the uh, patient is. So yeah. getting out there and keeping a journal yeah. or keeping an online blog it's just a great way to uh, tell how you feel, and um, you don't have sure. that intimidation of talking to someone face to face, where you're you're noticing their body language when you, when you say, "Oh, I have cancer," and some people just don't take it very well, and their eyes were widened, <laughs> and then you kind of shut down. And you don't want to talk about it anymore, but. I had uh, the same experience. I, I had a girlfriend who avoided me for the whole year that I was going through my treatment. She just could not stand it. She couldn't face it. And finally, a year later, uh, we went out for lunch, and she just burst into tears, and she said, <laughs> I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you. I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you. And I said, it's okay. It's fine. You know, not everybody can deal with this, and it's, it's really okay to respond to it however emotionally you feel able to. And there are other wonderful people who who can be with you, you know, while you're going through a journey like this. And I completely agree that the blogging, the writing, it's incredibly powerful therapy. It's it's like having a support group online, and and you don't have to see each other, so you don't have to even see if you've got your clothes on. You know, you can just share how you're feeling that day. And if you're just sitting there in your sweatpants in your bathroom, you know, it's it's wonderful. I I've emailed a lot of friends because I found that to be tremendously supportive. Um, you, you know, sometimes the phone is even too confronting. It's too You don't have the energy to get up and get on the phone and try to get your energy up, but, but the Internet is so forgiving. You know, you can, you, whenever you feel like it, you can get online, and whenever you don't, you don't have to. It's, it's wonderful in that way. Absolutely. One of the things that both of you noted in the tips that you provided us is in terms of healing and getting through is to find an inspiration. And I know that Mary, you know, you you have to um, you have to head out here in a few minutes at our halfway yeah. point. But Barbara's going to stay on board before okay. b- before we go to our next commercial break. I'd love to hear from both of you about what that one inspiration was that really helped guide you through it and and put you into this path of helping others through blogs and through through journaling and through books. So, um, Mary, why don't you tell me? Okay, I was inspired by my family and friends and all my loved ones. I mean, when you have a diagnosis of cancer, it shakes you up to your very core, and you look around and you look at what's important in your life, and really the only thing that's important in your life, in my opinion, is who loves you and who do you love. (laughs) Everything else is very, very, you know, small, and without your health, you have nothing. So the people that, that cluster there for you and that give you their love that, to me, is the inspiration. My husband was incredible. He just was my cheerleader and my coach, and he just saw me well, and together we'd visualize me being well and healthy and strong again. Uh, my sister came forward for me in such a way that I, I, I mean, incredible support. Uh, she just dropped everything and came to be with me, and she was my chemo buddy, and she cooked a freezer full of stuff for me. You know, people like that really inspired me to see how much they loved me. I mean... Boy, some very deep emotional issues for me got got healed in the process of breast cancer because I saw how much I was loved, and I was able to just let go of a lot of you know silly, worrisome things that I might have held on to otherwise because it's just not important. 
And um, both of my books, I think, address that. The one chicken soup book is inspiring and uplifting. The uh, number one best tools and tips from the trenches is practical, wonderful tips from other, you know, survivors who are here trying to help you. And I just think, um, you know, just to be able to live, to be able to have this precious gift, gift of life, having cancer as a diagnosis shakes you up and re- makes you realize how precious that is, and you cherish it in a way that is never the same again afterwards. You are changed, deeply changed, by going through an experience like this, and changed in, in good ways, you know, at the same time. Yeah, that's, that to me is fascinating, that, you know, this, this change that you go through is also so inspiring at the same point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ba- Barbara, do you have any, any thoughts uh, on inspiration and, and tips that you want to give before we have to let Mary go? Well, I think, um, personally, I just went through such a wide range of emotions, um, I, I had a very supportive family, too, great husband, kids. But um, I, it was really just me and God there for a while. I think my yeah. faith really increased. And um, really, in my prayers, that was the only place where I could be truly honest with how I was feeling. Um, my, my husband didn't want me to talk negative. Um, my kids couldn't bear for me to talk negative. So I just um, took all my problems uh, to God in prayer and just, you know what are we what are we doing here, God? You know, <laughs> it was it was pretty scary, and and we um, opened the dialogue, and then I was able to really um, turn outward to the people around me who were trying to help me. But at first, I have to say, definitely, it was just me and God there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I would have these uh, meetings with God in the middle of the night. I'm sure, Barbara, you you would agree. You wake up in the middle exactly. of the night, and your fears, maybe your dreams, have woken you up, or whatever, but. I would just um, have my communication time and my special time and just say, you know, please, please help me get through this and give me strength. And I said, I promise I'll make it worth your while. (laughs) (laughs) That's another reason I wanted to write the books and make a difference is because I made a vow, you know, in those dark hours and said, I will help others and I want to. And, you know, you just cherish your life so much. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Well, before we take a commercial break, I just want to point out to everyone listening that um, uh, the Chicken Soup for the Soul for the Breast Cancer Survivor Soul Book is out now. Is that right? Yes, it's in bookstores all over the country Uh, or Amazon.com or, you know, any of the normal places. Great, great. And you can also visit Mary. Tell them where they can find you. (laughs) Okay. uh, To find me, you can come to the... Tips, of course. Yeah, Life Tips, yes. And also at my website for the Tools and Tips book, which is one best ttt dot com the number right. one best b e s t t t t like tools tips trenches dot com and they can find me there wonderful well it's been wonderful having you on the show thank you so much thank for taking you. the been time a out of your to be schedule here. really i just appreciate the opportunity thank you well we appreciate having you here as well and we look forward to seeing more tips and advice from you on the life tips breast cancer site and we'll be right back with byron and barbara for more talk Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Just getting your feet wet on the Internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. 
It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Katie Kempner. Katie Kempner. May I have your attention, please? Katie Kempner. Katie Kempner. Katie Kempner. Just a little bit about the hook. The hook. The hook. The hook. What I hope to do with the hook is to give you the chance to hear what my friends and colleagues are thinking about doing and doing and doing. People in the marketing, PR, advertising industries right on the forefront and including people that cover these industries. So what I'd like to do is what I'd like to do is what I'd like to do is help you make your job easier. What I'd like to do is what I'd like to do is what I'd like to do is join me each week two 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 o'clock on two Tuesdays Tuesday. Intersection of advertising and PR. Webmasterradio.fm We're the talk of the town. Webmasterradio.fm Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on Webmasterradio.fm Now, here's your host. Hi everyone, it's Melanie, editor of LifeTips.com, and I'm back today with Barbara Phillips, our breast cancer expert guru. Barbara, welcome. Hi, thank you, Melanie. Thanks for inviting me. This is great. Uh, We're talking today with Barbara because, as everybody knows, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we want to make sure that we touch upon the importance of breast cancer awareness and also talk to our audience about things that you can do to get involved, um, whether it's via time or just support and how to really relate to those around you who are going through this. So, Barbara, one of the things that I want to talk to you a little about before we bring Byron in and talk about web writing and and content writing um, is that, you know, you're also an author for the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Right. Uh So let's talk a little bit about that. How did you get involved in this? Well, um, just... Being in a community of writers and hearing what publications were uh, taking essays, I really didn't think I had much of a chance uh, because they get so many submissions. 
but um, one day I just sat down and um, wrote a little story about my daughter, McKenna, and I just sent the um, essay off and got an acceptance, so that was pretty exciting. And the great thing about writing, even writing through breast cancer, if you get something published, is that's part of your legacy. That's something that um, your kids can have and hold and Uh, That's something that goes on after you're gone. Your grandchildren can read um, how you felt, what you thought. It's all down on paper. So, talk to me about writing a little bit in the journal that you you uh, originally were talking about with the blog and with Mary, and also and how it's so important to tell your story, even though that's such an intimate part of your life. It is. It's hard. Um, it, it's kind of hard to put your life out there. You never know, especially on a blog, because people can leave comments. Um, I've never had a bad experience, though. I've been really lucky. I've met some great friends, and some that I know are tuned in right now from all over, from Oklahoma, from Texas, and I'm in East Tennessee. And um, it's just it's a great way to, to get a, a, a community a feeling of support. Our lives are so busy and um, we're all, we've got jobs, we've got families. It's really hard to connect with friends. But I have to say that the people that read my blog probably know me better than, than my friends who have known me since high school who don't read my blog because that's kind of the off-the-top-of-your-head off writing. Um, that's unedited. That's, um, it's just how you're feeling at the moment. And it's a good way to write. It's, I think it's a healthy one of the things you said to me when you first came on with Life Tips is that your vision for the site is so much more than tips, that you're here to provide tips and you're here to provide information, but there's so much more to it. Talk to me a little bit about what you want to get out there during Breast Cancer Awareness Month here in October and what the readers of Life Tips might want to know from you. Right. I The thing I love about web writing and, and um, having web content out there is people can contact you via email. You never know. Um, you just you never know how many people that your words are going to be read by. You know, I, I know there are probably people that um, have got information that I've written that I've really appreciated that I'll never hear from. But um, I do get a lot of feedback from my articles and uh, people that write to me and say, I've been through that. I, I appreciate what you had to say. It's just... I don't know if it's a woman thing or what, but I think I love having a community. I love feeling like um, I'm communicating, and that's what writing is, whether you're blogging or even journaling just for yourself. It's, it's a way to communicate. It's a way to um, reach out to another person and, and help them up or um, help them come behind you. And um, like Mary said before, um, give them tips, um, help them just to get through, get, get through a really hard time. And it's not depressing. It's, as Mary talked about before the break, it's, it's inspiring. And uh, the thing that really bothers me recently, Man Magazine had an article about women who, eight women who were, didn't tell anybody that they had cancer. They were afraid to, um, to tell anyone. And, and that really bothered me because... I felt like the women were thinking that cancer was taking something away from them, that, you know, you're still who you are. Um, sure. c- cancer is a, a disease. It's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And, and while everyone has a right to privacy, if they don't want to talk about it, then that's fine. They don't want to talk about it. But the feeling I got when I read through the article was that uh, a lot of women did want to talk about it, but they didn't know how to begin 
Um, they didn't know what to say. They didn't really think that people would understand. And, and one of the biggest um, uh, things that I got from that article was that people didn't want to be seen as sick, it, which I can appreciate. You, you don't want everybody to look at you like you're sick. You're a sick person because before you got that cancer diagnosis, you know, at least in my case, I was 41, working out at the gym three times a week. I had never <laughs> been sick in my life. Um, I was just a, I'm, I'm not that much different than any other woman in the world. I was, I was having a life. I'm not a statistic. I'm a person. And that's, that's the thing that I hope when I reach readers with uh, my tips and my articles that they can feel that way too. They're not a statistic. They're people. They're, they're mothers and sisters and their daughters, and, and they matter. And this, this doesn't make them less. Absolutely. I was at a conference this weekend um, that was you know, incredibly inspirational. It was put on by um, Oprah Winfrey's O Magazine. Yeah. And they had a bunch of the, the get, her guest columnists that are in there every month come and talk. And one of the, the reoccurring themes that these women kept saying throughout the entire day was, the only person who can save you is you. Right. And that it's so important to just, you know, be honest with yourself and accept the things that come to you and learn how to deal with them and save them because Prince Charming isn't going to do it for you. And Prince Charming being a man, a doctor, uh, you know, a medicine or or whomever. Right. And, you know, it's so inspiring to listen to you and to also listen to people like Mary and to read the books and to read the blogs and to really see that, that you all are putting so much time and devotion into trying to help others, and that's what Life Tips is all about, too. So we're thrilled to have you on board. Thank um, you. We're going to take a quick break and be back with Byron, um, who will round off our hour today with Barbara, and we'll see you in a minute. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. If you haven't made plans to attend the PRSA 2006 International Conference, well, WebmasterRadio.fm, the official radio station of the PRSA 2006 International Conference, is dedicated to bringing you the best coverage to keep you informed before you arrive. Webmaster Radio brings you the PRSA pre-conference special, Thursday, October 12th at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. Representatives from PRSA will update you with all the last-minute details you need. That's the PRSA pre-conference special, Thursday, October 12th at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. Remember to tune in for live continuous coverage from the show floor, November 11th through the 14th. Log on to www.prsa.org for more details. For the best in trade show coverage, it's webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. 
Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm. And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hi, everyone. I'm back to chime in here uh, just to, to give perhaps a, uh, a gentleman's uh, perspective from a host perspective on this, this interesting topic. Um, Barbara, thanks for joining us today. We really enjoyed uh, listening to your thoughts. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So I've got a couple of rapid-fire questions for you. And before I begin uh, asking you a few questions, I just thought it would be interesting for the, for the listeners to, to hear a little bit about my story with regards to cancer. Um, in 1992, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer. And with a good sense of humor, I decided to start a golf tournament called the Lost Ball Golf Tournament. <laughs> um, and it was a, I had a 10-year run. It was a Jimmy Fun tournament. I raised over $100,000. Um, I've, I've since not only started Life Tips, but uh, another company when I when I'd first uh, been diagnosed with testicular cancer um, uh, called Freelance Access. And, and to this day in the Boston area, I'm much more known for the Lost Ball Golf Tournament than anything I've done in the business world, I can assure you. <laughs> uh, but it was a great cause, and, and, and it gave me a good outlet to uh, to really try to, uh, you know, help other people and, and reach out and, and make people aware of these problems. What what thoughts do you have on that that churning need that you probably see right now to want to help people? This, of course, is Breast Cancer Month. What what type of outlets do you think people have these days that have been diagnosed and gone through uh, the whole breast cancer scenario to have an outlet? What's happening out there? What's exciting? And what are you seeing from your perspective? Wow, I think that um, there's just more of a, a community for people going through breast cancer. I know um, the wellness community made a difference to me, and they have a lot of locations all over the country, but it's a place that you can go and uh, be part of a group, uh, learn lots of different alternative healing methods, just get information. Um, it's, it's just a great place to be. I think that people, you know, they want to help. They want to raise money. They want to get out there and run. I know my daughter, um, Kristen, runs for Komen. She's, she's awesome. Um, they want to they wanna raise the money. They want to do whatever they can, you know, go to denim de- Lee Denim Jean Day and, and wear their jeans to work. Um, it's, it's just good. It's just a good feeling, um, especially in October where you see the pink ribbons everywhere. It just, it just makes you feel good. Like people are, are thinking about this. This is, this is something that can happen to any woman. You know, I read a statistic the other day that said there's a, a million women right now who have cancer and don't know it, you know. Yeah. Um, there's not much difference between me and and every other woman. It, it could happen to anyone until we have a cure. 
I'm interested to hear your thoughts on on kids. Um, you know, uh, with with women being so closely tied to the hip with particularly young children. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on on kids and how that even relates to your writing and, and advising people or sharing thoughts on how fragile kids are and how when they might learn that their mom has breast cancer, how traumatic that can be, and what steps are are really the right practice with regards to children. Right. I um, my children, their my youngest daughter is now seven, and she was three, turning four when I was diagnosed with cancer. And my other children were older teenagers. One of the children handled it in a different way. You really, you know your child. Uh, you know what, what they can handle and what they can't handle. Um, for me, my youngest daughter, McKenna, she, she did okay. She did not want me going to playgroup without my wig on, that's for sure. But um, she, she got a little antsy about that. Um, I was kind of more of a bandana person, but, you know, I did that for her. Uh, didn't, didn't like the wig, wasn't, wasn't digging the wig at all, but... I would do that for her, and my older kids, uh, one of them stayed away a lot. I had another one who was, you know, was home more. You just have to kind of allow your children to do what, as much as they are comfortable doing. I'm kind of more of an open parent. I think that you should allow your children to know as much as they can handle. I don't believe in keeping a lot of secrets in the family. I, I don't think that's what family should be. Tell me a little bit about um, how you're managing um, your friends, let's say, when you go through a process uh, of, of chemotherapy and losing your hair and, and, and all eyes being on you with, you know, with, with their, you know, uh, being something obviously wrong with you you're trying to address. But how are you managing your friends and, and, and explaining to them what's going on and, and, uh, and dealing with those challenges? My friends were great. Um, I was living in Indianapolis at the time. That's my hometown. I had friends. Oh, I had just had friends everywhere. Um, a law firm, Lock Reynolds, in Indianapolis. I worked there, and some of my coworkers there did a little raise money for me, gave me a card, you know, brought me a gift. They were just, they were wonderful. Um, I had a friend, Franny, that went to me to, with to chemotherapy. Um, they were there all the time, and then I had other friends that stayed away. And that was okay, and I think after the treatment was over and they came around, they felt kind of embarrassed, like, well, I'm sorry I wasn't there. But, you, you know, people can only do what people can do. Not everyone is comfortable with that situation. And, um, you know, they're still my friends. That um, Some people, like my friends Kirsty and Javon, they just kept me laughing. Like you said, the golf thing that you put together yeah, was sure. kind of funny. Um, my friend Kirsty would, we would be out and, um, we worked together, and she would say, "Well, just pull the cancer card. You know, you just you got cancer. They can't make you do this. You know." <laughs> and which I thought was hilarious, but I had other friends who wouldn't even say the cancer word. You know, they didn't, and they did not want me kidding about it either. They mm-hmm. they didn't think it was funny. So you really just kind of have to kind of feel out the, your friends and what they're comfortable with, and just let mm-hmm. let them be. You know. Now, from your perspective, is is a friend that gives you a gift appropriate, or you know, is is a, is, is is what's more valuable to you? A, a little gift a, a, that makes you happy, or a, a note, or a long letter. What are the needs that 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 you think you have when you're when you're diagnosed with breast cancer and you're beginning to go through treatment? 
Well, I had a lot of people bring me food, and that's just not a good idea with chemotherapy. <laughs> I guess it was a good idea because my family had plenty to eat, but it's, I would, you know, graciously accept, but, you know, there are only so many casseroles you can get in the refrigerator. <laughs> but I think for me, I, I also got a lot of cards and letters, but the funny thing is I was not able to really read them until a year after um, I was diagnosed. I would, I would get in my mailbox and get them out, and see who it was from so that I could thank that person. But it was very emotional. I, I, I had a hard time reading the, the sentiments, and mm-hmm. I really had to sit down a year later and, and go through all those cards again and, and read them. And um, that was just what I had to do, but, you know. Sure, yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure your friends would not be unhappy with that. <laughs> they, they, what is it that you think that... Um, that people cling to when they learn about a situation like this. It, it's funny that you should talk about food. Everybody started cooking for you and delivering these things. It's quite fascinating, I think. They, they, they want, I, what I've learned in my life is people really want to help other people, and this is something, we were just talking about this in my office earlier today with my sales team here, and it, it, there's something innate inside of everyone. They want to help. Right? right, and I think that's why we see such big turnouts at, at breast cancer fundraisers, and you know, marathon runs, and walk for breast cancer, and bike rides for breast cancer. I mean, there's something genuinely here. But what do you think the driver is to that? Why do people want to help? I don't know why, but I think it's wonderful. Mm. And you know, even though I received all those casseroles that I couldn't use, mm. everyone mm. meant something to me. You yeah. know, it just it just felt good to be to be loved and to be cared about. Mm-hmm. And people, you really do find that people really are good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I learned through breast cancer. People that I didn't even know would send me letters. Uh, neighbors that I had never even met from blocks away um, sent me cards. And it, it's incredible. It's an incredible feeling because it's, you know, we live in a society where a lot of times you don't even know your next-door neighbor but um, just so, to feel that support was great. So you, so we we asked you what what's appropriate for people to uh, to 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 give to somebody with breast cancer, and your thoughts were interesting. One is don't don't give food, and the other is don't give notes because they may not be read for a year. So help me, Barbara. What what should I have given you when you were going through that tough time in your life? No, the food. Now my family after this, after this program, my family's going to say, don't tell them not to send the food, you know, <laughs> because my family loved the food, and that was you know. They didn't have to worry about that. And the notes are great, too. The notes I still have, and I read them all the time. I still yeah. get them out and read them. Um, you know, our finances got real tight because I didn't have short-term disability, mm-hmm. and I had to be off work for chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. And so there, sometimes there are a lot of financial needs for people, and mm-hmm. I had great friends that recognized that, like um, my coworkers from Lock Reynolds and um, some other family. And without them, we wouldn't have made it through. And mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to ask for anything when you're sick like that, you know, but when you have friends that uh, just care about you and they and they know what your struggle is, they do. They're great. They'll just they'll come around and, and help out. It's a great feeling. Tell me a little bit about what you've written so far to, to, to swing back to the webmasters of the world that might be listening to this show. Tell me a little bit about what you've written on, on the web or even in your books that seems to drive the most interest. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I think 
sometimes people are just really surprised about what I'll put on the web. And I, I use the blog a lot, and I have a website um, where I teach journaling from my website, and um, people are interested in that. A lot of people think that they can't write or they can't journal or they can't blog, but it's really just like having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you just sit down and, um, like, you were sitting down with your best friend over coffee and just write down some of the things that you feel, it's it's not hard. People can write. And especially people going through breast cancer, I encourage to write because your words are your legacy. I mean, a lot of the things that I'm going to pass on to my kids, I think the things that I'm I'm most excited about and most proud of are uh, my articles that have been published and books that they're going to be able to keep on their shelves and, and pull off long after I'm gone and, and show their children and say, this is, this is a story about me. You know, my mother wrote this and so that. My the people that are going to be born after I'm gone, and I, I'm planning on living a long time, so don't, <laughs> anybody, my friends listening, don't get us <laughs> But um, you know, they're going to get to know me from from my words, not from what somebody else said, but from mm-hmm. what I said, from what I wrote. You know, that, and that's cool. I like that. Well, listen, we really enjoyed having you on the show today, um, Thank and we you. We, uh, we we really appreciate your continued effort into writing and writing for life tips and writing books and sharing the word and, and, and expressing yourself. It's important, and uh, more importantly, we, we want to all help uh, find a cure for, for breast cancer and all the terrible cancers that are taking away our loved ones and our friends. So uh, yeah. thanks for being on the show today, Barbara. Thank you. Appreciate Have it. Well, that's a great wrap, everyone. We enjoyed the show today. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks a lot. original programming webmasterradio.fm and try our daily search cast it's made fresh every day webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere